this is Russ Hackman. Coming up next, markets had a strong November and we're back to the highs for 2023. Is now a good time to lock in some gains? Plus, the holidays are upon us, and that means it's time to make sure you've tied up all the loose ends before we welcome in 2024. And now, the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street from the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and in Waltham. Which one is convenient for you to come in and talk about something very important to you? That is your retirement with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and the team who we hear from on this show as well, the Wall Street sweeper. Russ Hackman, 25 years experience as a financial advisor, focusing on navigating retirement amid volatile markets. And the early years on Wall Street trading desks, and if you're a regular on this show, you know that we always open with uh, Russ offering a, a market update, seeing where we are. And also now that we're past Thanksgiving and approaching Christmas, an update on Russ's uh, uh, Griswold-like uh, house and yard with the <laughs> Christmas true. decorations. I did Well, good to be getting back with you, uh, Dave, and our audience uh, after the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. And I hope that, uh, well, it's just this is the time of year where we just don't talk about waistlines, right? So we're just... <laughs> Even no. though I just said it, we're not talking about it. No more. Okay. Not but until on February. The, exactly. And, you know, it's getting cold. So having a little, you know, we want we want to stay warm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So uh, we are into that moment, which this is the time of year when, as you said, you know, our regular, our clients and people that have come in to meet me have seen my photos of our uh, front lawn where I put out some of those really obnoxious, gigantic inflatables. <laughs> Have you added and, to the collection this year? Um, yeah, there actually, there's a Yukon Cornelius to go along <laughs> with the abominable snowman. And I do this with my son. So, you know, it's not just me doing it by myself, <laughs> lest anyone think I'm really that odd. But I did take advantage of... Uh, my son Duncan being home from college from California. My other son, actually, my brother was in town. And so we got out on the lawn and put those up. It's a little bit of a horrifying time of year for my mother, who said it looks like, you know, some she calls it tacky. And she says that it looks like some teenager got loose with a credit card and <laughs> just started. Christmas is a license to be tacky. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> so that's going on. Now, let's talk about the show ahead. Um we're going to talk in a minute about the markets, but we've got some good information about uh, Dave. There, are, there's always this uh, category of you know what you might call uh, financial loose ends, like things I should be thinking about going into year end. Is there anything I need to take care of? Uh, and so we are going to talk about that. That's important stuff. We're also uh, we've got some good case studies. Uh, we've got one from uh, Jack this week. We've got some listener questions. Overall, we got a lot of good stuff to get into uh, on this show. Uh, just talking about the markets, you know, we had Dave. We were looking in in you know in August. I remember when it was really hot. Now we're at the opposite. We were saying, well, is it going to be one of these bummer falls in terms of what the markets are going to do? And it kind of was, right? So the S and P was up twenty percent going through the end of July. Ended up with such a drawdown that it was only up around uh, seven or eight percent on the year. But now back near. 20% on the year. So like a okay. really strong November. So that's, you know, obviously that's nice to see. Um, still, we've had the, we're having those concerns about the breadth, uh, as we call it, of market performance. So if we look at S&P without those big stocks, it's really only up 
around um, 4% on the year. So, you know, we still have the markets kind of relying on these big stocks like NVIDIA and Google and Apple and so on and so forth. So those are the things sort of supporting the market. Uh, we've even had a rally in uh, bonds. So bond yields, 10-year yields really? peaking. Yeah. <laughs> What's caused not, that? You know, every dog has its day. Is that what they say? <laughs> so... You know, we had long-term bond yields peaking at about 5%. Uh, now they're back near 4.5%. And again, you're getting this. And, and uh, you know, people who pay more attention to the economics, some people, uh, you know, like listening to what the Fed is saying. Some find it really boring. But obviously, we're all interested in how our portfolio is moving around. And what's been happening is folks speculating that the Fed is is basically done raising rates and they're going to start cutting next year. Some people even saying that the Fed will cut short-term interest rates from, you know, five and a quarter, five and a half by as, as much as 1% next year, right? And what that's causing is bond yields to sort of fall across the board and some of those much maligned bond funds to actually recover, uh, so that's, you know, always living in interesting times around here, Dave, right? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> as we move along, we have a lot more to talk about on this show, but what, do you want to provide that first opportunity for folks to call in, get on our calendar for a second opinion. It's a great time moving into next year. We got the markets back up. Now's a good time to take a, lo a look at your portfolio. Make sure you have the right plan in place. Let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. To the next five at no cost, no obligation. And coming up, we'll welcome on to the show Hackman Wealth Vice President and Partner Jack Young. Street Sweeper and back in the studio with Hackman Wealth Partners Vice President and Partner Jack Young. Always great to have Jack. Jack shares, I mean, he in, in many ways, he pulls back the curtain to let us see a little bit or get a glimpse of that process of working with the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. Jack, great to be with you again. Hello. Great to be here, Dave. Thanks. Yes. Uh, yeah, these are good. These are good. I mean, you share, if you call them case studies, I call them relatable studies for, for many, because it's, right. there's always something in there that you, you people, when they hear a story, they kind of put themselves in it, and then they really start relating. So these are great. You have one today uh, that's about an engineer. Now, I can imagine if you're working with an engineer, they're going to expect details <laughs> and specific details. What they really want you to do in, in a quantitative way was to really run through the de-risk process for them. Set that up for us, if you would, Jack. Yeah, sure, Dave. Yeah, I'd love to share this story. And again, I'd like to preface it with not all conversations have to be this way and in this nature, mm -hmm. but for a lot of our clients, especially for you know this particular client, uh, as an engineer, they're very quantitative. They're very uh, uh, the attention to detail year after year is very important to them yeah. as it should, as it should be. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and you know, there, there was an overwhelming sense, Dave, of 
that they needed to de-risk their portfolio. That that wasn't the, you know, that that was, you know, pretty obvious, pretty glaring whether they were going to do it with us or with someone else, right? And I think uh, a differentiator that this particular client appreciated was our ability to, in the first meeting, really get out some of our life, what, what, what we call lifetime financial planning software and get into the granular level that, that this client, this client needed. Now we were able to in real time, plug in a majority of their assets and run different scenarios, you know, right away. Now, um, you know, Dave, what happens is, is a lot of folks have questions, you know, should I do this or should I do that? Um, you know, it, it, does it make sense for me to, to have a certain, you know, to, to try to, you know, build a private pension mm-hmm. to invest in, in income products, or, you know, is a certain level of growth better? There's a lot of different avenues folks can take, right? Given, given certain variables. And, you know, a, a lot of that really just is a, is a highly, you know, in, intensive quantitative exercise really is, is all that it comes down yeah. to. And, you know, and, and Dave, so what we were able to do is we were able to, you know, go through, and make some market assumptions, growth rate assumptions, and, and, you know, some asset assumptions, but really answer a lot of their questions, and especially the quantitative questions, real time, given, you know, certain variables, which I think that, you know, was a big differentiator, and not, not that, you know, certain folks can't do it, but our firm's ability to utilize software and understand and learn from the clients, their situations, and help them making educated quantitative decisions, you know, rather than just leaving things to, you know, well, we think you'll be okay. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. An engineer would not accept, I think we'll be okay. And, <laughs> exactly. and I, I, what, what, when they came in, I, I totally understand. I mean, they must, and maybe not everybody thinks about risk as, as, as hard or looks as closely as an engineer would, but where was his risk? And what are some of the things you did to de-risk a little bit for him? Right, certainly. So I think most of actually this this client's risk was in international equity exposure. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of that was because he had they had been in certain target date funds, you know, that laddered target date funds year after year that had a lot of bond allocation, a lot of international equity allocation just you know, from you know, when when big box firms are managing hundreds of millions or billions of dollars, there is a school of thought to have that you know, in an allocation. But when you're dealing with more individualized portfolios, you can really become more focused. And it was pretty obvious that that's what we needed to, to talk about was was the overwhelming uh, need for to, to, to de-risk and especially mm. mo- a lot of that equi- international equity exposure. Yeah, yeah. And everyone should take a look at their risk Especially in the 50s, would you say, in the financial red zone, you know, their five to 10 year period? Is that before you retire? Is that when you need to take a close look at your risk? Most definitely. I think it's probably one of the most pivotal times, especially when you're 50s and 60s, not just accepting, oh, well, I'm in a target date fund of, of this year. Well, what is in that fund? What what encompasses that? When are allocations shifting, right? And I think that's the level of focus and the quantitative focus that, that we brought in and uh, that, that the client appreciated. So most certainly, and especially from a you know, just from an aggregate, you know, standpoint or perspective, most certainly folks need to be having a, uh, I think, a much closer eye on on their level of risk, especially inside of a lot of these target date funds that a lot of people that walk through our doors are are, are put into. 
I think about uh, when I have a big vacation coming up that I've looked forward to for months, possibly. And my fear is, what if I get sick that week, the week I'm supposed to go on vacation? And um, and if there, if there was some pill that I could take to make sure that I wouldn't get sick before that vacation. And the, what I'm re- the way I'm relating this is I actually, especially back in 08, I knew people who were ready to launch their retirement and had to put it off, had to put it off because of what happened in 08, 09. Uh, so if you right. can insulate yourself, that's kind of like that metaphorical pill you could take. Right, in a sense, for sure. And I mean, I think that there's in this industry, unlike probably the medical industry, there is ways to mitigate that, right? Yeah. And, and um, you know, just paying a closer attention to what exactly are in some of these funds, you know, where is my exposure? How much risk does that really mean, right? So, um, yeah, and we've seen unfortunate circumstances, Dave, where folks have had to work longer, right? Because of uh, of, of the exact scenario that you just laid out. So we, we take very seriously here, you know, our work and, and, and being able to mitigate that type of risk for sure. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's all about. And of course, talking about income built into your retirement, really holistic retirement planning, what could it look like for you? The opportunity is now we'll open the phone lines, Jack, to make it available, a comprehensive review. And it is at no obligation and no cost. Great. Yes. For the folks that have saved 500000 or more, we'd, imp- we'd encourage you to call in. Uh, let us do a complete complimentary consultation and go through your assets with you and really identify the risk that it's inside your portfolio. Now, this is available to the next five. And again, at no cost, no obligation, the number to call to schedule... 617-674-2000, an opportunity to come in and get a look at your retirement, uh, what it can look like for you. This is a not only a comprehensive review, it is a custom review. It is about you. Everyone is different. Uh, what are you bringing to the table? What are your dreams of your retirement? How do you see your retirement? That's what the information that you'll get from this. If you go forward with, uh, with Jack and, of course, Russ and Claire and the team, Well, then they'll roll up their sleeves and start working with you on that comprehensive plan. So again, to schedule, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ is back in the studio. you get a clear picture of your financial life and critical to have, especially if you're approaching retirement. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. A lot to get into still on the show today. We are approaching the end of the year. So we're going to look at some things. I know you're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions soon enough, but what are some things that we need to be doing to uh, taking care of and considering at the end of the year, Russ? Uh, What are some things we need to tidy up on and and take care of business on? Well, again, we're not anywhere near talking about those waistline-related resolutions. The Uh, only thing we talk about on this show is financial resolutions. Right, right. Wouldn't be polite otherwise. Uh, Certainly. And as we do think about things for year-end, there's there's definitely some important items to take care of, and I'm going to touch on those. Uh, but as you know, you think about get coming into year end, you've got the markets recovering. The stock market at least has recovered a lot of what it lost last year. If at least if you look at what the S and P 500 has done, the bond market has not. So again, it is a very good time for folks. If you're wondering, 
I do meet a lot of people, Dave, uh, and for our listeners that are with sort of these big box firms. They're with non-retirement planners. And so people come in and say, hey, I've got an advisor, but that advisor uh, is someone who says, hey, I'll probably be okay in retirement, but there's nothing specific about how do I make my income last? How do I make sure I don't get killed in the next category five storm? I'm just kind of in this kind of cookie cutter stuff. Now is a good time to be thinking about potentially getting a second opinion, looking over your portfolio, getting getting some uh, fresh perspective mm-hmm. on your plans going forward. Uh, talking about those year-end items, important things to make sure that you get done, well-required minimum dis- distributions. If you're uh, 73 or older, you turn 73 this year, or you're older than 73, those have got to get done uh, before year-end. You can actually donate some of those to charity through these things called qual- Qualified Charitable Distributions, and it's sort of ex excludes those RMDs from your tax return. So that can be a good thing to do. Making sure you've contributed what you want to your 401k and also not more. So we know that you can contribute around 19,000 to your 401ks and there's some catch up contributions in your 50s. Good time to make sure you've done what you want for 2023. Also a good time if you're still working, to think about raising your percentage contribution to your 401ks, uh, especially if you're getting a year-end raise, even if it's coming from inflation, a good time to think about, hey, can I raise my contributions to my 401k by a percent or so? A great time to do so is when you're getting a raise. And then actually, actually, that's really good advice to give to your kids is, hey, as your income rises over time, if you were originally contributing 5% to your 401k, can you do 6%? Can you do 7%? Can you do 8% as time goes by? And by the way, can you do some of those in Roth form? So mm-hmm. good questions to ask. A lot of tax and, considerations here. Yeah, good questions to ask and take care of. Also, Roth And I realize it's kind of dense what I'm providing in terms of this list right now. So, you know, the devil's in the details uh, for each person, but it's good to know at least what's on the checklist. And obviously, you can speak to us or your advisor or, um, you know, someone who's who knows what's going on in terms of what are these what are these things you really got to do by, uh, you know, by year end. Roth conversions, you know, if my income is relatively low this year because I'm retired, then and I still have room maybe in the 22% tax bracket or even the 24% tax bracket, can I convert? Can I take some money out of my IRA, do what's called a conversion and put it in a Roth and have that grow tax free going forward? That can be a good idea, particularly since taxes are going up uh, in uh, in 2026 as the uh, tax cuts uh, expire. So tax loss harvesting. I'm going to touch on this a little more later in the show. Some of these topics, if if anyone's scrambling to take notes, but a good opportunity, Dave, to transition. Uh, give us a call. You can talk to us about, hey, what do I need to do before year end? You can talk to us about, hey, what should I be? Now that the markets are up, better time to get that second opinion and think about, do I really have the right plan going forward? Next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Next five, no cost and no obligation. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. Listeners. 
Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street with Russ Hackman. Every week on this show, the Wall Street Sweeper, and Russ is the president of the firm Hackman Wealth Partners. They're uh, to help you and navigate with you to and through your retirement. Well, Russ, I like this feature on the show. It's one of the many, uh, and we go back in time here with this one. Are you ready to go back to the year I graduated high school? <laughs> it's 1980. Mine was 88, right? So, uh but yeah, it's it's always fun to talk about those years. Let's let let so you got 1980. Let's hear it. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1980. So you think inflation is bad now? That year, it was 13.6%, and interest rates a whopping 21.5%. Your new house would cost you about 68,700. You made 19,005 per year, and gas was. $1.19 for your Pontiac Firebird, which cost you about six grand. We did have one thing to cheer us up on February 22nd when the United States Olympic hockey team makes history at the 1980 Lake Placid Winter Games. It was later called the Miracle on Ice. It was on May 18th that Mount St. Helens experienced a huge eruption that created avalanches, explosions, large ash clouds, mudslides, and massive damage to the surrounding area. A total of 57 people were killed as a result of the volcanic blast. Three days after the eruption of Mount St. Helens in southwest Washington state, imponderables dust the air like volcanic ash. One geologist said today, there is no record in geology in the last 4,000 years of anything like this happening before. Popular musician and former Beatle member John Lennon was shot and killed by obsessed fan Mark David Chapman outside of Lennon's apartment in Manhattan during December. He was 40 at the time. It was announced on Monday Night Football by Howard Cosell. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City. The most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles. Shot twice in the back. Rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. The Rubik's Cube Puzzle Toy debuts internationally during January at the Toy Fair in London. Rubik's Cube, over three billion combinations, but just one solution. Big movies that year. Star Wars 5, The Empire Strikes Back, Raging Bull, and Coal Miner's Daughter. Don't give in to hate. That leads to the dark side. I was born to Coal Miner's Daughter. What'd you get me a guitar for? Because I like the way you sing. You want your steak? Yeah, right now. Can't wait. Done? No, I can't wait. Good. Find me a of steak, huh? You're buying me about a steak? Yeah! So, may your steak be cooked just right and the force be with you. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. I definitely remember waking up to the news of John Lennon dying that year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's just that's just awful, of course. Uh, it was an action-packed year, though, and terrible inflation. I remember that also. 13% inflation, 21% interest rates as they were breaking <laughs> the back crazy. of inflation. And I think, you know, to me, that's, I mean, and that, that uh, as a result of those interest rate hikes, that's another period of time where, again, obviously inflationary and where bonds just got crushed. And so when people hear me say that I do not think that bonds are a good place for your sort of non-stock money, mm-hmm. 
I mean, that one was way, way worse. But we've talked about the fact that there's some bond mutual funds that have been down 30 percent plus over the last, you know, since the beginning of 2022. And they've come back a smidge. But, you know, I think to me, the case is closed on having bond funds in your portfolio. I want things in our portfolios that if they're not stocks, they're things that can't go backwards. Right. Yeah. So um, but uh, always fun to reminisce about the 80s. Um, As we think about planning for retirement, either in retirement already, planning for retirement in what we call the retirement red zone within five to 10 years of retirement, um, it is time and and it's just critical to have a written plan, to get that plan in place, have it subjected to a second opinion. Here's another opportunity to come in and see us for that complimentary consultation and second opinion. Next five calls that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And this is To the Next Five at No Cost and No Obligation, a comprehensive review. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. Street Sweeper continues helping you get a clear picture of your financial life. And that is critical when you're nearing retirement and great to work with someone who does this. And that is Russ Hackman. In 25 years as a financial advisor, Russ is president of the firm Hackman Wealth Partners, always uh, willing to uh, answer your questions in person and even on the show. If you have a question that you'd like to submit to have Russ answer on this show, just go to the website hackmanwealth.com, hackmanwealth.com, and click the radio tab. Let's start with uh, someone who did just that. It's Georgie saying, I'm retired. I have a portfolio with 40% stocks, 60% bonds using U.S. and international index funds. Now, due to market volatility, I'm considering investing in an index annuity with 25 to 30% of my investment funds. Is an indexed annuity a good idea to include in a retirement portfolio? Well, there's that uh, annuity word, right, which uh, we know is a loaded topic uh, (laughs) in this financial world. And when I talk to people about annuities, because we get a lot of questions about them, um, it's like, well, why, why is there so much, you know, there's, there's, you read some people that are saying, hey, you should never buy an annuity. There's other folks that say, you know, you should buy an annuity. And like, what what's the deal? And sort of the first thing to know about annuities is that there's good ones and bad ones, just like there's great mutual funds and there's lousy mutual funds, right? So right. Different kinds. Annuity the word annuity is just a you know, if you, you've got to sort of take a step back. The word annuity is just means it's a investment contract with a life insurance company. And like any contract that I might have, whether it's a real estate contract, an employment contract, you know, the terms of it could be good, bad or ugly for me. Right. <laughs> if I'm in some kind of contract and uh, Georgie mentions um, index annuities, we'll get to that in a second. But there's you know, there's annuities that are very expensive, that have a lot of principal at risk, that if you pass away, that uh, the insurance company keeps your money, right? So mm-hmm. all of those things are obviously undesirable. Indexed annuities have taken a lot of share in the annuity market because of some of the key characteristics that they have. An indexed annuity is a 
something that's principal protected generally subject to the financial strength of the insurance company. It is so meaning that if the market goes down, your account doesn't go down. It might go down if it has some fees, but generally the fees are pretty reasonable in those accounts. It has, they call it an index annuity because it grows as the market grows. So there's products out there where you can earn up to 12% a year if the market goes up. And so that's, you know, that's interesting. And some of them also can pay lifetime income or guarantee a lifetime income stream. So indexed annuities, as, as we look at annuities, those are actually one of the few that are actually worth looking at. I like them as compared to, it's also the question is, hey, for my money that's not in stocks, we're saying, hey, we don't really want it in bonds. And Georgie has a lot of her money in bonds. So mm -hmm. we'd rather see money in bonds that, you know, if inflation remains high, those bonds still aren't going to do well. We'd rather see it in something that's really principal protected, like an indexed annuity, or I'd rather even see it just in CDs, right? So good question there. What do we got uh, next? All right, we got one from Paul. Uh, interesting question, too. Paul asked this, how old should you be to get life insurance? Well, we're getting questions here about, you know, these, I think annuities and life insurance might be some of the more uh, confusing areas mm -hmm. of personal finance, right? But broad. Uh, yeah. So these are broad questions, but think about life insurance. Uh, a lot of folks who we meet have life insurance or almost everyone had some life insurance, either as part of working or as something they bought maybe when their kids were young, if they had kids. Um, you know, there's really kind of two types of life insurance, and it sort of answers the question of whether you should have it. There's term life, which is pretty cheap, but expires at a certain point in time. Generally, people are buying it when their kids are young or when they are younger to maybe pay off a mortgage if someone passes away. Generally, you don't need that kind of insurance anymore once you're, you know, 55, 60 plus. There's other types of insurance, uh, and almost everyone has been, you know, someone's tried to sell this to them at some point, is whole life or universal life, which are these policies where you pay premiums over time. They don't expire, but eventually someone's going to get the death benefit. Some of those are, are pretty good to look at because they offer decent after-tax returns on cash. They can actually offer some long-term long care benefit. So that's interesting too, but really doesn't make sense to buy those once you're in your 60s and beyond. If people have the cash to invest and they have decent income in their 40s and 50s, I do like to look at whole life insurance sometimes because it can offer after-tax returns in the 5%-ish kind of range, which, you know, if I can make 5% a year over the long-term tax-free, and there's obviously there's there's fine print and all that. You know, that's interesting, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. What do we got next? All right. We have John Russ. I know you're not a big fan of bond funds, but with Fed cuts imminent and long term bond rates starting to fall, is now a time to reconsider that approach? Yeah, you have seen these. Um, so let taking a step back, almost everyone that we meet has a, you know, if they're most people that we meet come in there with a big box firm of some variety, you know, a very big operation of, of some type, 
those firms will generally put you in something that's 80-20 SOX bonds, 60-40, 50-50, whatever that is. Those bonds are usually in the form of bond index funds or bond mutual funds. Our regular listeners know that, um, and our and our clients, of course, know that, uh, you know, we dislike those uh, bond funds because they don't really serve their purpose necessarily. And what their purpose is, is, you know, I have 60 or 70% of the stocks or, you know, whatever you might have that people have. The purpose of what not, not what's not in stocks is to be lower risk. And again, you look at how some of these bond funds did since the beginning of last year, 2022, some of these bond funds we're down more than 30%. Even the main bond index was down more than 20% at times. So yeah, if interest rates fall, might you be able to pick up a few a few dollars by sort of a trade in bonds, I guess, but that's not really what I view as effective long-term planning. If you wanna know what effective long-term planning is, come in and see us for one of these second opinions. Uh, and we're going to offer that to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And no cost, no obligation to the next five who call in for this comprehensive review. And it's about you and your retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ helps a couple retire during volatile markets. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street and the lives of many. And on this show every week, the Wall Street sweeper, that's Russ and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. And Russ and the team every week on this show, too, offering something we can all relate to and uh, some parts of it, at least. And these are the case studies. So Russ is going to dive into another one of these case studies. Russ, we're talking about a, a couple here that you've just started working with. And I know you always uh, identify in these uh, red flags that you saw and also opportunities that you saw when meeting with people. Yeah, we had already a good uh, case study or client situation uh, from uh, Jack, mm -hmm. uh, my partner and colleague earlier. I want to share another one. Each one is different. And that's the, I think, the most important thing about a good financial plan, whether you have it with us or someone else is that it really addresses you specifically. It's not, and that doesn't mean, hey, nice to meet you. You seem like you're moderately conservative. You're 60, 40, therefore stocks, bonds. And here's my report that says you're probably not gonna go broke. That's not a financial plan. A financial plan is something that addresses the big six retirement risks. As you said, Dave, I met a couple uh, that became our clients recently, they were age 64 and came in to set to, you know, they, they were in the retirement red zone and, but also still working hard, um, had some grandkids already and sort of saying, Hey, we, we don't know how long we still have to work. And, you know, this was a, you know, obviously an important question. And, and to me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting to work with folks who are figuring out when to retire. Obviously, it's very anxiety-inducing to know that your paycheck is going to end. It's also, or if you're already retired, obviously your paychecks have ended. 
will my money last given how crazy the markets seem to be all the time, given what's going on in DC all the time, you know, it just seems wacky, right? You know, <laughs> week in and week out, it's, you know, you just want to, you never you know, know turn, every week, turn off the news. And, you know, what we were trying to do and what we try to address for, you know, anyone we talk to is, you know, how do you have what, what we call the turn off the TV plan where, you know, I can be retired and really I can find out that the market's tanked you know, by watching the news or whatever. And it's like, hey, that doesn't impact us in terms of what we're going to do next year, the year after. We built a plan that is capable of sustaining the next Cat 5 storm. Again, knowing that hey, the markets have been around for stock markets, been around 200 years. Every five to 20 years, Wall Street finds a way to blow itself up and the rest of the country and at least recently you know usually get bailed out of blowing themselves up but not without hurting the rest of the country right, right. so in this case the couple came in and they said listen can we retire they had saved two and a half million dollars which is a great number but they were with a big box firm and you know this impacts people that well, whether they have $500,000 or $10 million, many, many people are out there. They're not dealing with retirement specialists. And they said, listen, we have a big box firm. They say we're probably okay, but we don't know. And we have the sense that we need somebody who can address the things that you're talking about, Russ, which is, you know, again, how do we not get, how do we not lose 50% when the market goes down or 40% or 30%, so on and so forth. So, you know, they were 6535 stocks bonds. So right there, I'm saying, hey, I don't want you to have more than 50% of your money in stocks, in some cases, 40% of your money in stocks. To me, that's kind of the max for most people, knowing that, hey, stocks can drop in half, right? And they probably will at some point in our retirement. Mm -hmm. So that was a red flag right away. We saw that they had uh, $1.75 million in tax-deferred assets like IRAs, 401ks. That's obviously a big future tax liability. That was something we wanted to look at managing. We did a portfolio x-ray for them. We saw that they were dealing with, and a lot of people, this is hard to tease out. you got to get the analysis done to know if you are overpaying on fees or if your funds are are doing worse than you quote unquote deserve to because they're actually underperforming the indices right so uh and in addition they hadn't um really updated their estate plan it was they'd done some wills you know 20 or something years ago we're saying hey russ we you know we gotta we gotta get that taken care of it's just having the right wills and whatnot in place and you do have to dust that off every 10 years or so um, so as we got to work on a plan for them, we said, Hey, 40% is maximum. We want to have, we want to have in stocks. Mm -hmm. If the market can drop in half, then if you got 40%, well, I could lose 20%. You know, that's sustainable. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to, sure. right. If I have 60% of my assets safe, you know, that can be in CDs, that can be in T bills, that can be in a, low-cost annuity that has principal guaranteed but upside, 
It can be in securities products that are principal guaranteed but have upside. For these folks, we had 60% safe money. We worked to make sure that both their stocks and their safe money was cash flowing. We also put in place a tax reduction plan, taking advantage of, we've talked about planning for year end. It's about taking advantage of Roths when you can to reduce taxes over time. And then finally, we work with some of our partner attorneys or sort of colleagues that we have that are attorneys um, um, or peers that uh, we bring in to help clients. And having your estate plan and your financial plan sort of integrated and talking to each other, that's a good thing to do. For these folks also, and, and this can be done for a lot of people, we had a budget that was $15,000 a month after taxes that we said, hey, even if you do that for this first 10, 15 years of retirement, you can afford to retire, right? And then cut that budget, have it increase with inflation, but cut that budget when you actually get older, you're not going to need, you're not going to be doing quite as much uh, traveling, right? So this kind of customized plan, it really is done. And for these folks, then we're able to say, well, this is what it looks like to retire now, next year, the year after. But with two and a half million saved, they definitely could retire. You don't necessarily need that much, that's for sure. And even if you have more, you need to know exactly the steps that need to be taken that are tailored to you. Let's offer that opportunity for folks to come in for a complimentary consultation and second opinion, Dave, next five that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And it is a great opportunity to sit down with Russ and the team and, and look at your situation and look for opportunities for you. 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ shares more on year-end planning. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street, Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and this is the Wall Street Sweeper. It's our weekly get-together. You know, Russ, as we're approaching the end of the year, you touched on this earlier in the show, but we've got a little more time to get a little more into this, things we need to be considering before the end of the year. What are, what are some of the things that you've already kind of mentioned in bullet point fashion? Well, one thing that is important, Dave, is that I've been telling some clients and listeners that I recently moved uh, near the north end of Boston. And so for a year end, it's important to give me your restaurant recommendations. And like <laughs> moving near uh, the north end, like everybody has their opinion on like, so they're like, where have you been? Yeah. Where have you been, Russ? And I'll, I'll list where I've been. And they're like, no, 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 those are not good. Like you've got, I mean, yeah, those are okay. You know, that but is you helpful. Go, you got to go where where we go, right? So I've been appreciating all those sort of North End recommendations. So Hackmanwealth.com you know, <laughs> if you'd like to recommend restaurants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so that's that that's that's been a pleasure talking about uh, you know looking ahead to the end of this year, going into next year. Um, you know, we've had this. We we went through our checklist earlier. So yes important to speak to your advisor or give us a call. What do I need to be thinking about before you ran, before we miss the boat on something? One of the things is on the Roth conversion side. So if your income, if you're in the 22, 24% tax bracket, you may have some room to do Roth conversions. 
the clock is ticking on that, so to speak, because taxes are going up in 2026. So that's an important one. Um, tax loss harvesting, if we have positions that are down, even some of those bond funds, gee, can I take advantage of that to uh, get my income a little bit lower? You know, there's some important things to be looking at. Um, as we think about the market outlook going ahead, you know, with this big rally, obviously you then, and we've talked about how it's been kind of narrow in terms of breadth, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we'd love to hope that 2024 is going to be hunky dory. Uh, and usually it is if the fed starts cutting rates in terms of the stock market, but I think there's still a lot of concern around there. Uh, out there around what's going on in Washington and with the budget deficit. And uh, I do think that this has several more chapters to play out. So I, uh, I kind of doubt we're going to have our feet up on the desk next year, Dave. Unfortunately, uh, wow. <laughs> we're have our work cut out for well. us. Let's do offer a final opportunity. You can give us a call, come in for a second opinion, give us a, rec a restaurant recommendation. We'll take those two. Uh, next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And you'll be meeting at one of the offices around Boston, most convenient to you, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, or in Waltham. 617-674-2000 to schedule. 617-674-2000. Again, next five, no cost and no obligation. 617-674-2000. Yeah, get those restaurant recommendations at hackmanwealth.com. And we recommend you join us again next week for Russ Hackman and the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman, Claire Hare, and Jack Young are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, a registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, Jack Young, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investment and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A Item 4, for additional information.